Hey ladies, welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This is real conversation for real women about real life. I'm your host, Nisi Gale, and I'm a personal transformation coach, women's empowerment specialist, and your number one fierce sister. This is episode two in my Get Your Health Right series, and today I have the pleasure of speaking again to Mr. Walter Lewis of Walter Lewis Fitness Solutions. In this episode, we'll talk to Walter about some simple and easy healthy eating solutions for the busy woman. And with these recommendations, ladies, there's no excuses. Healthy eating's going to start today. Now, Walter has a wealth of experience in the personal fitness field and has been coaching, training, and motivating individuals since 2004. He has touched the lives of thousands of people and is on a mission to break the cycle of obesity and unhealthy living with health promotion and disease prevention. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number two in my Get Your Health Right series. Much love. Be blessed. Stay grown and sexy, y'all. I'll see you soon. All right. So hello, everyone, and welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk, real conversations for real women about real life. And we are so blessed to have our friend Walter Lewis from Walter Lewis Fitness Solutions on the line with us again. This is session two. Now, session one, we talked about the fitness part, and he gave us some good, good jewels. So I wanted to invite him back. So he can talk to us about the nutrition part. So this is the fitness series, Walter, part two. All right. How's it going right. today, my friend? Oh, it's going good. It's just raining real hard. As I mentioned, I am in my Jeep and I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, but I just finished burning in the rain with a client for about three miles. Okay. And, um, I'm good. So we don't so we don't let the rain stop us, do we? No, that's an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah, to myself, I said, well, Walter would probably think today is a perfect day to be working out in the house. Yeah, wherever you can get it in, as long as you're getting it in, it doesn't matter. That's wonderful. And I've been doing my chair workouts. You'd be proud of me. Okay, well, that's good. So as long <laughs> as you stay active, I don't care how big, how small, whatever you can do, just stay, keep it moving. That's right. And it doesn't matter if you have a broken ankle. You can still find a way to get yeah, it in. That is Correct. There are still things you can do, even with a broken ankle. All right. Awesome. So, guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Walter in case you didn't join us for the first session. Walter is this amazing, amazing fitness instructor, and he's trained and motivated thousands of people since 2004. Uh, Walter has one-on-one -on -one personal fitness training. He has group and corporate boot camps. He does the virtual weight loss. He's got corporate wellness programs. He's fitness pageant. I mean, this guy is doing everything. So Walter, tell us, why did you decide to make fitness a number one priority for you? Um, so Nisi, as I mentioned before in my uh, in, a, in a previous interview, and I tell people this all the time, um, fitness became priority to me when my grandparents passed away. My grandmother was uh, 53 when she passed. She had a heart attack. She had high blood pressure, diabetic, Wow. Um, was very unhealthy, didn't exercise. My grandfather was uh, 48 when he passed. He had a high heart attack. Wow. And so um, and, uh, now I'm 47, so I got, you know, another year before I'll be the age he was when he passed away. Right. Um, and so I didn't want to fall in that same boat. I didn't want to die young. So right. that kind of motivated me. And that's why I made it a priority because uh, the, their deaths could have been prevented. They could have lived a much longer life if they right. took care of their health. Right. So I get it. I get it. And for me being 45, I'm right there with you, brother. 
Uh-huh. So I can feel you on that. We got we to gotta live healthy. And, you know, it's never too late to start. You know, even if you're That's 45 or 50 or 60, it's never too late to start living a, a healthy lifestyle, right? It's not because of right, right now I train a guy who's 72. Wow. He has a, a pacemaker. Um, I started training him last year. And he lost 30 pounds training with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he ran his first 5K and he outdid all the young folks in the class <laughs> by holding a plank for seven minutes. Wow. <laughs> you said he held the plank for seven minutes? For seven minutes, yes, he did. Okay, With so when I do a plank, I think I could probably do one minute and then I'm right. like dying. <laughs> yep, that's, that's, that's about right for most wow. people. That's amazing. Seven minutes. Yeah, seven-minute plank. Yes, he did. Wow. So if anybody, if you guys have never tried to do a plank, it takes a lot of upper body strength to hold yourself yeah. up for two minutes, let alone seven. And he's 72 years old. So that's another another example of not making excuses, right? That's that's right. That's right. That's right. That's good stuff. I love it. So now, in every single podcast, I always get to this real talk. Let's get the top three excuses in here. So we get the last time we had the top three excuses why the sisters don't want to work out. Okay, the excuses that give. So this time, in true grown and sexy sister fashion, I would like to know the top three excuses women give for not being able to eat healthy. Um, one is um, is in no particular order, but okay. one excuse is, you know, it costs too much money to be healthy. Um, okay. That's what they use, but you know, if you don't take care of your health, medical bills is going to be far more expensive than paying for healthy food. That's what I was just thinking. Okay. So, so that's one. Um, another excuse I might get is um, they don't have time to prepare their meals. You know, they work. They, most of my clients are busy professionals, okay. and so they work long hours. Don't get many breaks. Well, they say they don't get many breaks. Um, they may be breaking going to this vending machine, but, <laughs> yes. but, but, but the yes. is they don't get many breaks. They work long hours, so they just don't have the time to prepare their food. Okay. Um, so that's one excuse. Um, another one, believe it or not, I hear people say, I don't know what to eat. I think that's a lot true. of, I think a lot of women, a lot of men, they know what to eat. They just don't like the healthy stuff. You know, they don't like it. Okay, I got that. So they say, oh, but I want something that tastes good. It can taste good, depending on how you prepare it. It's just not going to taste like, you know, fried chicken. Or, you know, well, don't well, nothing tastes like fried chicken, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, right. But, right, so, so yeah, but, but I get that they don't know what to eat. Like I say, fruits, vegetables, a lot of people don't like to eat that. Some people do, but yeah. there are the common excuses I get. Okay, and see, now that's good stuff because I know personally my sister had come down here a couple months ago to help me out. And, you know, when she came, her first thing was like, ew, I don't, I don't eat the green stuff. Where's the, where's the red meat? I don't eat all this turkey and hummus. Who eats hummus? You know, that was nothing. And then by the time she left, because that's the kind of stuff that I have in my house and that's what mm -hmm. she was surrounded with. By the time she left, she was searching online where she could buy hummus when she got home and, and it was right. like hey okay i get it it looks nasty right. just try it okay right. just do me a favor and try it i promise you it's not as bad what you think it is it's, it's not it's not it's not 
Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. And so I can definitely appreciate too, from having been a busy mom and having had the kids in football and baseball and running back and forth and team mom and going to school full time and working full time, it can really be a challenge to figure out Absolutely. number one, what are we going to eat? Number two, you know, is it healthy? A lot of times, you know, by the time you get home from picking the kids up, you got to pick them up. You got to run them here and there. You got all these other things to do. You got chores. You got grocery shopping. By the time we do all of that stuff, it might be eight o'clock by the time we even get home. Exactly. exactly. Right? So I can understand why people say, you know, well, they may not have the time. They don't know what to eat. But that's cool because that's what we're here for. We're going we're gonna to open up the eyes and we're going to put some revelations out there. Right? That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Cool. Good stuff. So. How does uh, eating healthier go hand-in-hand with the fitness lifestyle? Well, you can't have one without the other. So with fitness, let me break down with fitness first. Okay. So I'm breaking down fitness into cardiovascular and uh, resistance training. So the cardiovascular is doing like the treadmill, walking, biking, kickboxing. The cardio part is going to help you lose the weight. Okay. Resistance training helps shape the body. That helps give you the curves, give you the muscles. And the healthy eating is going to allow you to see the results. <laughs> okay. Because I always tell people you can't outwork a bad diet. You right. Know? And people think that you can. Unless you're Michael Phelps who works out six hours a day and he eats like 10,000, 10 to 12,000 calories, but I, he works out. But he burns out. it off, right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or the rock who works out he eats clean for about six, seven months straight and have one epic cheat day where he eating, you know, 12 pancakes, you know, several pizzas and all of that. <laughs> okay. But they work out every single day. Right. Uh, and most of us are busy professionals and we don't have that kind of time. Of course. Um, so you cannot outwork a bad diet. And I, I find a lot of people try to do that. So the healthy eating is going to allow you to see the results of your hard work when you're exercising in the gym with resistance training and cardio. Okay. Um, so that's the benefit of healthy eating. It allows you to see the results. Okay. I like that. And now you, you mentioned busy professionals a bunch of times. And so we record this in audio. We also do the video. So you guys, I want to let you know about the book. I love the book. I got to get the plug in there for the book. There you Walter has this amazing book that he wrote. It's called The Four Healthy Habits of the Highly Effective Busy Professional. It's a teeny little book, but it has a lot of jewels in it, okay? And in this book, he talks to you about not only, you know, the reasons why you should eat healthy and work out, but he gives you nutrition facts, how to read the food labels, you know, um, things that you can eat to help with your diet, eating healthy 85% of the time rule, which is something that we'll talk about in a little bit. But this is a good book because, you know, no more excuses is my hashtag for for this podcast. And so this book will give you everything you need. And, you know, yeah, we're all busy. But Walter breaks it down for you like, hey, you're busy. Okay, let's get it in this way. So we'll come back to the book. But nice book, Walter. I'm loving it. You see my creases and stuff in there. I I see you. you. Good job. All right. All right. Good stuff. So. In the book, you talk about the concept of eating healthy 85% of the time. So give me a little explanation about what that's all about. Okay. So when I talk about eating healthy 80% of the time, I'm talking mm-hmm. about break it down into seven days a week. Okay. Um, well, seven days is a week. Uh, okay. So 
And within seven days, 85% of your meal should be healthy and you should stay in a calorie range. Okay. Um, so for example, let's make it simple. Let's say you eat three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. You multiply three meals times uh, seven days. Um, that's 21 meals you'll have in a week. Okay. So 85% of the 21 meals that you have should be healthy. So that leaves 15% where you can kind of have, I call cheat items. Little cheat items. Okay, cheat I like items. the cheat so, items. <laughs> so I just want to kind of do the math off to the top of my head. So let's say 15% times 21, I'm going to guess it's three point something. So okay. that means you can just have three cheat items a week. Okay. Three cheat. So that could be a glass of wine, a slice mm -hmm. of cheesecake, a chocolate chip cookie, or it can be three glasses of wine. Okay, I'm trying to three glasses of wine one day, and then another three glasses of wine the next day. So you mean for the whole week, it's seven days. I'm talking about within seven days. All right. So if you follow that formula where you just doing 15% or like three items mm -hmm. um, a week, along with working out five days a week, you still should be able to reach your goal without depriving yourself. Okay. So that's the 15 um, rule that I'm talking about. And I like that because I know a lot of times when people say, you know, they want to work out or they're thinking about it, they hesitate and they're fearful because, or I'm sorry, if they say they want to start a, a diet, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a scary word, right? That's like, right. I'm, yeah, I'm right. like dead to the world for <laughs> the whole time. I can't right. eat anything but leafy greens for like two weeks straight and Reality is that we we not always gonna be able to do that. So no. I said that, yeah. No, it's not about perfection. Just like I heard a, a client ask me the other day, uh, she had lost some weight, but she said so. But I'm scared because if I get to my goal weight, isn't that going to be hard to maintain? No. If you just if you go back to you know not working out and eating unhealthy, I mean that's going to be worse. And so it's not hard. Once you get there, as long as you keep exercising consistently, you don't have to do anything, you know, as far as being more strict. Yeah. So it's and not hard to maintain. I like that you brought that up because I know I mentioned um, in the first session that we talked about fitness that I went to a personal trainer probably like 11 years ago and he helped, you know, me out. I lost like 20 or 25 pounds. However, another thing that he helped us out was with our diet because we were eating out and stuff. And, and 11 years later, I still eat the way that he taught me to eat. And so that's why it's important when you say this is a fitness lifestyle. This is not like a crash diet. You know, that's something that, okay, you're going to do it. You might fall off the wagon. You never do. But once you see the results, like your wife, beautiful wife, Cece, told us on the last one, once you start seeing the results, you're going to want to stick to it. And, and trust me, the other day I just did a live stream um, on Facebook because I'm doing the 30-day, uh, the Grown and Sexy Sisters 30-day self-care challenge. And so I started live streaming, like me cooking some little different recipes and stuff. And, you know, as I was saying in the live stream, listen, ladies, once you start doing this, you will start to feel good about it. I'm telling you, every time I make myself a green smoothie, <laughs> it's like... Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I did something good today, you know? Right. Right, exactly. So this is this is good stuff. Now, <clears throat> you know I like to add my facts, okay? So I did some research. I'm a researcher for those of you who don't know. I love to research stuff. So I, I, I got some facts. And um I wanted to 
I wanted to share this thing with you, but I, it was like, when you see this, Walter, it's going to trip you out, but I didn't set it up. So I'm going to share with you the facts that I found out when I went on the CDC, the CDC for you, for you all who don't know, the Centers for Disease Control, <clears throat> they have a website and they have some fact sheets on there and it talks about the, the things that are killing us as a society, not just women, you know, just in Americans in general. So right. one of the top things is added sugars. Okay, uh -huh. we talked about that. And they give you a whole list of all the things that added sugars are doing to us. Weight gain, obesity, heart disease. Those are the top three things. Yep. And what I found out in this research is sugar intake is the highest um, amongst lower income people. So we talked about that, right? No mm -hmm. access and, and, and probably like the amount of money that it costs to eat healthier, but we'll get to right. that. And so now... The recommendation for added sugar, now this is interesting stuff to me because I just started reading the labels and you teach us how to read the labels in this book, right? Uh -huh. I started reading the labels to, to start counting my sugar and grams and stuff. So it's saying that our sugar intake should be less than 10% of our total daily calorie intake, okay? Now here's the stats. The stats are gonna freak you all the way out. Now when it gets to talking about overweight and obesity in the US, so it breaks it down by state, okay? And it breaks it down by um, African-Americans, non-Hispanics, Caucasians. It breaks everything down. So as Americans, first of all, only one in 10 of us get enough fruits and vegetables. One in 10. Uh -huh. That's crazy, okay? In 2016, every single state in the U.S. has 20% of people, adults, who are obese. Every single, so I'll, I'll, what do we have, 52 states now? I lose track. We have 52 states, right? Okay. Every single state in the U.S., more than 20% of the adults are obese, okay? Uh -huh. Now, there are five states where 35% or more of the adults are obese, uh -huh. all right? In Maryland alone, 25 to 30% of all adults in our state are obese, uh -huh. Okay. Now, I wanted to share this thing on the screen because they have this map on there and it breaks it down by, you know, by race. Mm -hmm. So I clicked on it and this thing, I had to close it out because I was coming to tears. I'm serious. I, I became emotional about it because it broke it down African-Americans, okay? And between 2014 and 26, over 35% of all African-American people in the country were obese. Mm -hmm. And this is the majority of the states. If you look at this map, you guys could look at this, and I'm going to share it on my website so that you guys could look at this later. But if you look at this map, it is all red for African-Americans. Over 35% of us are obese. Yes. I'm telling you, that thing made me emotional. I was, I was like, wow. And, and, and Nisi, I know that's true because just take a look. I mean, I don't know about your family. I just look at my own family and, this, yeah. and, and, and then start counting. How many people in your family are obese? If you look yes. at parents, uncles, yes. cousins, how many of them are obese? Yeah, the majority of, you know, like my mom, you know, mm -hmm. she was, you know, overweight. And yeah, just, I can go down the list. Right. Exactly. Like I look at my family, a uh, majority of them are obese. So it's more than 35% in my family. So, I mean. we This is a big issue, brother. And I'm glad that you and I are taking the time to really talk yeah. about this. And, you know, the thing about me with my 
broadcast and my webcast and my business is that I'm, you know, I'm just coming to people straight with no filter because this is a serious situation and this is something that has to be addressed. And I just, man, I started feeling overwhelmed and I was like, wow, what can I do to try to help? You know what I'm saying? Like, good Lord, this is a big, <laughs> this is a big, woo. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, all right, let me take a deep breath on that one because, man, I'm telling you, that thing made me emotional. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to share that map on my website and I'm a, I'll put it on here so people can see it. And when you see it, you mm -hmm. know it's something that we have to do differently. So thank right. you so much for being, you know, with me and trying to help solve this problem. So let's get back to the questions because I know I went mm -hmm. off there for a second, but that was important. All right. <laughs> all right, so in the book, you talk about superfoods. So you want to run that down for us a little bit? What are superfoods? So when I talk about superfoods, I'm talking about, first of all, healthy foods that's going to help reduce stress and provide energy Okay. at the same time. So some good examples. <clears throat> so I say some food and drinks, actually. So one, one food or drink is tea, green tea specifically. So that's going to help relax you, help reduce anxiety. Yes, uh, I need that. Yeah, so uh, when you're feeling stressed, you know, in the evening, just yeah. have some tea. You instead mean of instead wine. of a glass of wine? <laughs> instead of wine. All right, so, I'll try. I mean, wine, yeah, it helps you relax, but if you're trying to reduce the fat on your stomach, it's not going to help your stomach. Right. Where it's okay to do it periodically, like I say, sticking to that 15% of the week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but, also a fun fact about that is that Wine, if you drink alcohol before you go to bed, it affects your sleep pattern. So you don't get yeah, into that exactly. deep REM sleep. So that's another fact. Exactly. That's, that's good stuff. I'm addicted, you know, to the wine. I know. <laughs> so, look, so, so, I'm a wine, you know, so wine is sugar. Just think of sugar. Sugar turns to fat. All right. All right, Walter. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm so going to anyway, take a minute. Back, to the, back to the superfoods, and wine is not one. So, tea. <sighs> <laughs> so tea is one. Um, you have, um, if you have a taste for something sweet, dark chocolate is a, a, a good one. I like that. It's a little healthier. Again, that's going to help you reduce stress and anxiety. Okay. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, avocado. Avocado. So the, so avocado, I mean, it's filling. It's going to help reduce stress, help you relax. It's going to um, help reduce anxiety. Uh, right. But the thing with avocado is you got to be careful of your portion size. Okay. Because I have some folks who will, you know, they think, okay, avocado is healthy, so I can have as much as that as I want. Mm -hmm. But it, it is a healthy fat, but too much of it will cause weight gain. So too much healthy stuff will cause weight gain also. Right. So, so there's a fine balance. Yeah. So just maybe like a quarter, um, maybe a quarter of an avocado you can have. Um, Okay. So that's a, another great superfood. Guacamole is part of that, right? Um, yeah, yeah, but you watch your portion size again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just watch the portion size. Okay. Now, I just started eating guacamole because I never really liked it. And I honestly, I'm not a huge fan, but yeah. I start eating it more because I recognize the health benefits. Yes. So just always read the food label mm -hmm. and the serving size because a lot of us, we think it's healthy, but we never look at the serving size, mm -hmm. and we can still, like I say, overeat the amount of calories, the amount of fat. You know, and we're like, I don't understand why I'm gaining weight. I'm eating healthy, 
Yeah. But you still gotta watch the, the amount. Yeah, because it's tricky, man. They 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 get you with the tricks, man. When you look at the back of the package and you're like, oh yeah, it's 120 calories. But it's per serving, and you got 15 servings in this package. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And um like like another good superfood you can have are nuts. But I always tell people to stick with like 100 calorie um, packed nuts. Okay. Many nuts can be high in calories and fat, and you can gain weight from just eating nuts. Right. And then you just popping them in. You're not even paying attention. Yeah. By the time you look at it, you don't ate half the daggone package. You're like, oh my Lord, I don't ate half And that could easily be like 1,500 calories. Man, I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. Last year, I had gained all this weight, and I thought, I'm like, what? Where did I get all this weight? And I'm eating my trail mix. I'm eating, but but yeah. I'm like, you know what? I was eating half the daggone bag of trail mix at one yeah. time. Yeah. And I had go. to cut it back. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that, um, so there are some of your superfoods, but still watch your, your portion size. Okay. All right. That's good stuff. And I like that you added chocolate in there because the ladies love chocolate, dark chocolate ladies, not the any old kind of chocolate. Right. And so you, you want something that's like over 70% cocoa because the less percent cocoa, like when it's 50, is going to taste a little bit better. Okay. So you find something that you could deal with, but um, you don't want it where it's pure chocolate. You know, okay, okay, that's good. Okay, good, that's good information. All right, cool. So, the next question I have for you, my friend, is mm -hmm. Is healthy snacking really possible? Yeah, of, of course, it is. How um, is that possible? <laughs> I mean, so because I think people think of healthy, people think of snacks as a candy bar mm. or, um, um, I don't know, so like. What are some snacks? What are some things that you think of that are snacks? Oh, Doritos. Yes. <laughs> all the all the Quick wrong bars. Yeah. yeah. So Doritos are full of sodium mm -hmm. and fat. Mm -hmm. But a, a better alternative for Doritos would be something like um, what you call those chips, like veggie chips. Veggie chips. Veggie chips. If you got a taste for that salty, crunchy taste, mm -hmm. you want veggie tip chips. They are very low in calories and very low in sodium. Mm -hmm. Now, that's we eat fact. sweet potato chips, too, now. Who? We eat sweet potato chips, too. Yeah, that's fine. Sweet potato chips. Um, uh, thing with chips is they're high in sodium, yeah. and your sodium intake per day should be less than about 15 milligrams. Oh. 1,500 milligrams. Oh, I was about to say, oh, 15, my goodness. 1,500 milligrams of sodium per day. That, that's... That's what you want to stay under. You got it. But you know what? You got to watch that too because the other day I was, I had bought some chicken sausages, right? Uh -huh. and, I, and they had some like cheese or something in them. I was like, this is pretty decent. But I didn't read the package right till I got home. And I went to cook and the sausages were like small. They weren't like a giant, you know? Uh -huh. Each sausage had 600 milligrams. Sodium. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. And people wonder why sometimes, oh, they're feeling bloated, their stomach is bloating, you know? Mm -hmm. Not to high. mention if you have high blood pressure, which is a problem right. for our community too, right? Yeah, because um, sodium bloats you up, mm -hmm. makes you real puffy. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, high blood pressure. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we got to watch the stuff that we eat, guys. We got to really read those labels in. I know it yeah. takes extra time to read the labels, but it also it takes extra time to go to the doctor, it takes extra time to stop at the Walgreens to get these prescriptions from the medications that we had to be on. And so 
you know, being preventative, that's what we're trying to talk about here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's be proactive about this. Not let's not be reactive. Let's right. take the time to do what we can do to make sure that we eat healthier. And you know, like you said, I like that you said in the beginning that, you know, this is not about perfection, but no. just start where you are, start with baby steps, cut out, right. cut out what you can cut out, and you'll see improvements. And like I said earlier. Once you start doing this stuff for yourself, you will start to feel proud of yourself because you you know that you've taken a step to do something to prolong your life. And at the end of the day, ladies, we're talking about prolonging your life, you know, and for women, you know, we get busy with, you know, taking care of the family and we have all of these responsibilities. However, we can't take care of our family if we die early from high blood pressure, diabetes, and all these other things that we can control. So- that's why it's really, really important. And that's why I'm going to keep bringing Walter on here mm-hmm. until we get it right. <laughs> right. But let me go back to you, but back to your question as far as, as healthy snacks possible. Okay. Fruit, apple, banana. That's a healthy snack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, carrots with natural peanut butter. That's a healthy snack. Okay. Um, and okay. I mentioned veggie chips. That's a healthy mm-hmm. snack. Okay. A boiled egg is mm-hmm. a healthy snack. Yeah. Yeah, I like eating boiled eggs. Now, what about hummus? I love hummus. Hummus are good. Yeah, I mean, that's healthy. Um, you know, watch your portion size again. So, yeah, you can have hummus. You mean I can't eat half the bowl of the hummus? Because, you know, what? Right, I you, just... Right, you can't. Yeah, you can't eat half the bowl of hummus. I just watch the portion size. Yeah. So, this is one thing you can do. This is one thing that I learned. This is how I learned how to do it. So, now, instead of bringing the whole little thing of hummus with me, mm-hmm. I just get a little bowl. And I scoop out as much as I'm like, okay. And I put it in that bowl and I take that bowl instead of taking the whole package with me. And you can do even better. They have the small packages of hummus, uh, small containers, which yeah. is already measured out for you where you don't have to guess yeah. or wrong guess the amount that you take out. Okay. Some of us underestimate the amount. They say, oh, well, I just got a spoon, but actually they got like two scoops and one spoon. So, <laughs> So, all right, all right. Well, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to get yeah. there. Okay, that's a good. I like that. I'm gonna look for the snack packs. Okay. Yes, there you go. <laughs> you knew the name of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So, how many times a day should we be eating? Because I hear some people say, "Oh, well, I skipped food. I didn't eat today because I'm trying to lose weight." Or my mom used to do this when she was alive. Oh, well, I didn't eat breakfast today because I'm trying to lose weight. And so, how does that really work? Tell the people how that works. Well, let me explain this. So the, the problem is when you skip meals, it kind of slows down your metabolism. Mm-hmm. So let's say the pattern that I see with some of my, my clients is um, you have two things. You have some that won't have that. Their first meal is lunch. Um, so your, your metabolism doesn't start until you have your first meal. Right. Um, so they'll eat lunch and then they won't eat again until seven or eight o'clock at night. Right. And the thing that a lot of them do because they haven't eaten for a long period of time, when they get home at night after work, they're feeling, they're feeling ravenous, they're yeah. starving. Yeah. They're up everything in sight. Tasting a little bit of that before they yeah. even get to dinner. And before you know it, that night, you can easily have over 2,000 calories. You think just because you had, you know, you only ate at night, you didn't eat that many calories. And that's how a lot of people gain weight. Wow. Because most of us in the evening, we're not active. We don't burn it off. So it stores on our body as fat. Wow. That's um, crazy. 
And, and but but back to your question, how many meals should you have a day? Everybody's different, but I would say at least have breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner. So if you have three meals, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, or four meals, you can have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a snack in between. Okay. Uh, if you're a person that's competing in a fitness competition, you mm-hmm. might need six. But oh. just keep all your meals small, I say. Okay. You don't need to, to have huge meals. Um, for a person that's trying to lose weight, you want to try to have your, your heaviest meal, even though it should, still shouldn't be big. Mm-hmm. The earliest part of the day so that you have time to burn it off. Okay. The smallest meal is the last one um, mm-hmm. in the day. And I tell people to eat like a king or queen early in the day and a peasant in the evening. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so I shouldn't be eating a huge bowl of pasta and all that stuff at 8 o'clock no. at night. No, no. It should be some, uh, you know, some vegetables like spinach, mm-hmm. um, some salmon, mm-hmm. and quinoa or, or something like brown rice and okay. broccoli. And, okay. Um, some type of fish, I say. Yeah, like, and I think that's that's where a lot of us are. We get it wrong because, yeah. again, with the busy schedule, you know, by the time we get home, like you said, we starving, and so now we want to eat all this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it, we it, lay it, down it, on it. And so I'll get. Oh, so my battery is dying too. And Uh-oh. so, <laughs> so I probably got like five minutes. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> we'll we'll make it happen in five minutes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'll get people who, like I said, who um. Yeah, they, they eat too much at night. So right. this would be small. Okay, all right, cool. So a couple more questions here because we don't want to keep holding you up now. Are there any tips and tricks that you can give us to help us get on the right track? I know you've given us a lot of jewels in here, but any other tips and tricks you can give us to get on the right track to eating healthy? Um, to eat healthy, I mean, the first thing you want to do is have, a, you know, have breakfast. You know, I say within two, three hours when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, your last meal you want to have four hours before bed. Okay. Um, okay. Eating too late is going okay. to um, store your body as fat. So a good breakfast might be oatmeal with a boiled egg. Um, lunch could be tuna with some vegetables and a piece of fruit. Okay. Be, as I mentioned, fish with spinach um, and some brown rice. So just start off, maybe um, for the first day, you say, okay, I'm just make my last meal. Just start small when you say, um, I'm going to make my last meal the smallest meal of the day. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have my last meal before um, 7 p.m. Okay. Okay. And prepare our meals ahead of time. Exactly. That's a big one. Make sure you prepare your meals ahead of time. That's, yeah. that's definitely the key to you getting healthy and not mm-hmm. overeating. Mm-hmm. meals ahead of time. And I like to add one too, because when I was, you know, going into the job every single day, I took my lunch with me every day because that really, that took all the guesswork out. I already knew I was eating healthy because I had my right. little sandwich and stuff packed. I didn't right. have to think about it. It was convenient. So pack y'all lunch, ladies, and take it with you. Not only are you going to save money, but then you'll also be eating healthy because you know you prepared ahead of time. That's right. That's good stuff, right, Walter? That's right. All right, cool. So now before you go, tell us real quick, you have a Healthy Eating 101 workshop? Yes. So yeah, I have a Healthy Eating workshop coming up soon. It's going to um, include myself, who I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be talking about how to have cheat meals the healthy way. 
Yes. And I'm going to have Dr. Katie um, Stearns. Actually, she just got married. Her last name has changed. But she's the, actually the co-author of the book. She's a nutritionist. She's okay. going to be doing a grocery store tour, showing us how to shop in a grocery store. We're going to well, do that's good stuff. Simulation. And then we're going to have Sarah Waybright, who is a, a registered dietitian. She's going to show us how to cook a healthy breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So wow. she's going to be doing a cooking demonstration so you get to have free food, too. At the I end. love it. This That's good stuff, Walter. So, yes. man, you make it easy for us to get it. Now, we just got to stop making excuses. But that's right. you make it easy right. for us. That's, that's awesome. Right. So, you guys, do yourself a favor. Go out and get the book. Check out Walter's website. Uh, WalterLewisFitness.com and go, the book, you can get this on Amazon, The Four Healthy Habits of the Highly Effective Busy Professional and any other way they can contact you, where we can find you, Walter? Uh, you can buy my email is Walter at WalterLewisFitness.com um, phone number is 703-888-6312 um, that's my business number. Okay. Uh, and Or you can email me at WLewis.fit at gmail.com all right, good stuff. Well, thank you so much for blessing us again, my friend. I really appreciate you taking out your time today. You're and welcome. hopefully the ladies are going to get on board. We're going to get on board and get healthy That's together. Right. All right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> All Anytime. right, so thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. And you have a blessed day, my friend. I'll be talking to you soon. Okay, ladies, you have just reached the end of another episode of Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This was real conversation for real women about real life. I really hope you enjoyed our talk and I have a little homework for you. First, I want you to go to my website, www.grownandsexysister.com to sign up for my newsletter. On there, you can also read my blog, find valuable free resources, schedule a coaching session, or just check out some upcoming events. Second, I want you to subscribe to my podcast. You can do it on iTunes or Google Play. You don't want to miss out on one single episode, so that's going to be really important. And third, check me out on YouTube. You can type in Grown and Sexy Sister with an A-H in the search bar and make sure to subscribe there as well. I want you to be able to see the amazing video recordings of these podcasts there. So much love, be blessed, stay grown and sexy sisters, and we'll speak soon.